Hey y'all, welcome to the Be Honest Though podcast. I am your host, Angie, and I am so excited to be here. I'm ecstatic, everything above. Um, So, like I said in my intro, this is my random ass podcast, and I'm going to have a variety of different guests to talk about different things, different topics, and um, yeah, so here we are. Um, let me introduce you to my first guest. He is my lovely co-worker slash friend, even though he acts like he doesn't love me. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Babs. Hello out there. You too loud. Hello out there. That's perfect. Damn. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm all right. Okay. So, we got like five hours to 2021. How do you feel about that? I'm waiting. I'm ready to, you know, take on the new challenge and all that stuff. It's going to literally be the same day. I know. It's like, going to be another Friday. Yeah. I mean, in this case. Except we're home. It's, it's going to be a different one. You know. Oh, because it's a different year? It's a different year. It's a different uh, New Year resolution. You got New Year's resolutions? Who, me? Yeah. Mm. Do I? I don't think my New Year resolution, actually, like, I don't go into that mood until... Maybe second March? month, third month mm. of the new year. What was your other resolution? Man, ugh, I was fighting for two promotions this year. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> you I was got close one. to the second one. Listen, but you are with me. I know. So that's good. That's five promotions right there. I know, right? Yeah. Be grateful. I am. Thank you. So tell the people that you love me. This is not a love uh, <laughs> podcast. Or, this is about, well, being real and honest. Okay, so, so be real yeah, and well, honest. Be love, honest, no, though. No, 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 no. Because in love, you can't always be honest, okay? So, the format yeah. of my podcast is I'm going to always talk about honesty. Like, whatever subject we have, you got to be honest about it, right? Yeah. But the first question I always ask is, how is your mental health? Oh, you're asking me that? I'm asking. Oh, it's pu- it's beautiful. Oh, that's good. Jeez. I think that's, <laughs> a, that's the most perfect uh, thing I think I have. Mm. A good, you know, sound mind. Okay. Mentally stable and stuff like that, yeah. That's cool. Okay, so the second thing is be honest, though. So I'm going to ask you one question. You have to be honest about it. I'll try, and that's me being honest. Okay. okay. <laughs> so my first question is... Why won't you make me jollof rice every time I ask you? Okay, so jollof rice. Okay, let me start by saying this. I am an African man. Okay, okay. Okay. And uh, when it comes to whatever relationship you have as an individual with the other person, be Mm -hmm. it a man, a woman, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to... uh, a guy and a lady, a man and a woman. Okay. The cooking is done by the woman. Now. Okay. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, hold on. Let me. I've not even finished. <laughs> the cooking is done by the woman. Uh huh. Then the you know spoiling, the money spending, and all that okay. is done by the man. Okay. Now, for you to ask me to cook a special dish, uh, where two countries oh. fight over <laughs> to bring it to oh. you. Okay. It would have been, you know, easier for you to say, can you teach me how to make this so I can teach you and then you can cook it? 
all I asked you is for a big ass pot of jollof rice. And a big ass pot One of jollof rice is going to cost at least maybe $300. $300 for yes. some damn it's rice? Very, what do you think it is? You think they call it jollof Yo, rice? No, it better be fucking golden that rice. It's it is not golden. And it's a Nigerian jollof rice, not Ghanaian jollof rice. Okay. <laughs> at this point, I'll take anything. <laughs> as long I as can't. I went jollof rice. Like, damn. We'll deal with that later. Yo, All right, so let's just get to the <laughs> Anyway, let's get to the topic. So from the topic of jollof rice, you probably can get a hint of what this topic will be about. Jollof so rice. not jollof rice. But anyway, <laughs> so today's topic is about Africans versus African Americans and our experiences in our different countries and in the same country. So we recently had a conversation about this. And I kind of want to write, um, read to you what I wrote on Twitter one day, and it blew up. Like, it was 230,000 people who seen this tweet, and I still get, like, responses to this tweet to this day. It's, like, ridiculous and um, kind of scary. But I don't know if you know who Lovey is. Who? Lovey. Lovey. Uh, no. Okay, so Lovey is a... Um, author. She okay. wrote the book. Dang, I forgot the name of the book. Um, hmm. excuse me, I forgot the name of the book, but it was a very popular book. I think it was the number one, um, New York's number one bestseller. Um, but she's an African Nigerian woman, um, and um, you are know, you talking about like she's a Nigerian. Mm-hmm. What was her name again? Is Lovey something? Oh, no. No, that's not one. No? Okay. So, she says something along the lines of something about Tevin Campbell, right? And if you know black people, you know that they love Tevin Campbell. Okay. Okay, so Lovey says um, someone suggested that Tevin Campbell sings, can we talk for a minute at Aretha Franklin's funeral? What rock are they living under? And it's like, ma'am, black people love that song. Every barbecue, love it. They play it everywhere. Do you know that song? Do you know I it? I do. I do know okay. the song. You know how magical it is. Yeah. It can be played in any occasion. Except. Nothing. Nothing. No, someone just died. No. That would make people here. happy. That will celebrate a the, life by playing that song. And so, um, what, what what exactly about that song speaks? It's to? just a good time. Like I don't know what that song has been passed down from generations to generations so of a pay, cookout. We could, maybe we could play that song um, mm-hmm. later in the day. You know, okay. not while we're trying to like. But a funeral is no, a funeral is a celebration of life. True. Mm-hmm. But remember, mm-hmm. it's a celebration of life in a reverse, you know, like, yes, you've, yeah, mm-hmm. because celebration of life is, you know, giving birth. Okay. Coming into this world. Okay. And then after all said and done, you mm-hmm. die. So we're celebrating that life that you, you, you know, you mm-hmm. made use of, you spent. Now you're mm-hmm. leaving, you're going. Mm-hmm. It's a celebration of life, but... You're leaving so many things behind. You're um, you're taking away from this world okay. as we know it and all that. 
And I don't think we, yes, we want to, you know, be happy that you lived a good life or whatever kind of life you lived and all that stuff. But you, I just don't think uh, that's a song you want to sing when you're putting someone in the ground. Listen, when I Maybe die, what we have done. Pay, play Terry Cable. See, when you die, mm-hmm. later after the, you know, the barrier, the, you know, putting you in the ground and all that stuff. Okay. When we go to wherever the party is, then we okay. can party out. Okay? So you saying don't play Tevin Campbell in the church when no, the no. body is there. So bury exactly. the body. When we're doing all that, no. And then play Tevin Campbell. Then, yeah. Then we can celebrate that we've closed that chapter. Finally. I want them to carry my casket. When I'm, I'm old, though. <laughs> when I'm old. When I'm 105 years old. Oh, no, when you, no, but I want lives, them. Nobody lives that long. I'm going to live that long. I had a cousin that was 112. I, I think. don't want to. I think he told me that. I don't want to. I, I don't want to be that. You know? Nah. <laughs> they look crazy. I mean, like, they nah. Crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> they look crazy. Nah. But, 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 I mean, we don't know what the future holds. Exactly. You could you be know? 220. So, I mean, yeah, we could have something you that could look sustain like life and everything. No, we could have, you know, things that would sustain. Oh, like know. your actual. Yeah. I don't think I want it. I want to be a tree when I die. You want Wait, how do you become a tree when you die? <laughs> like, when you cremate, you know, you cremate the body that. and uh-huh. then you mix it in with the fertilizer, you put the tree. Well, that wouldn't be you. It is going to be me. It's going <laughs> to, I'm fertilized. I gave life to the tree. <laughs> Do you know what it's thing? If heaven is above, actually. Yeah. And they plant you with that thing. Yeah. The tree is going to hold you down. You're, you're not going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, when God comes and brings everybody out, sure he's going to be like, like oh, a you're a tree, so. <laughs> so, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> what if I'm a tree in heaven? In it now. I'll be an apple tree. No, we don't. That's the same apple tree. <laughs> crazy but i really i want to get back to the anyway back to the point when i die at 105 years old i want my casket to come into the church to tevin campbell's can we talk that is my song that's can we talk? yeah mm-hmm. wow but how like <laughs> but how no oh come on no, that's not festive you know the the lyrics right yeah can we talk for a minute yeah he's harassing her but someone Kinda. just died. <laughs> it's a woman. <laughs> but. Well. Hmm. Come on. I don't. Who don't yeah, love that song? Mm-hmm. You love that song. Anyway. So, I wrote this on Twitter. <laughs> we did. I had a long conversation. And I really <laughs> said I wanted to be a tree. Anyway. So, I put this Levy and Seven thing really brought up a bigger conversation, which I'm happy about. Why are Africans allowed to take place and enjoy African-American culture? But we are overstepping our boundaries when African Americans want to take part in African culture. Mm, can you read that again? Yes, I will. I'm not going to put the levy in mm. I The question I asked is, why are Africans allowed to take place and enjoy African American culture, but we are overstepping our boundaries when African Americans want to take part of African culture? take part in oh, African okay. culture. Oh, okay, so now I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. So the reason I wrote that is because... So when an Af- like a person that's from Africa, the continent of Africa, doesn't matter what country, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They come over here and... 
they not reap the benefits because black people really don't have benefits like that, mm-hmm. but they get to enjoy the culture that we built that technically came from slavery, right? Okay. So you're participating in this culture, you're having fun, you're able to do the same things that we're doing, right? Okay. But when we try to find our roots and try to participate in, now I'm going to say African because it's broad. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be, you know, in particular about a certain thing. But when we try to figure that part out about ourselves, then we're told that you can't participate. Who says you can't I have personally heard that. That you cannot. That we cannot participate. And they literally said that wearing dashikis is like cultural appropriation. Now, see, whoever's saying that, I'm Mm -hmm. sure they don't even know where they're from to Mm -hmm. start with. Because there are a lot of Africans who don't even know. I mean, that's why the fact that they live in Africa, a Mm -hmm. country in Africa, they still don't know. They still don't know their roots. Mm -hmm. They still don't know who their people are. People in Africa. In Africa, like okay. where they live, their, 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 you know, their great, their grandfather mm-hmm. and forefathers and all that. They still don't know who they really are. And it's difficult. I, I, uh, the, the bits and pieces, like everything is here and there because if, um, if as an African man, I can come to America mm-hmm. and participate and enjoy the lifestyle here. But then when an African-American tries to, you know, um, explore mm-hmm. Africanism or African itself, yeah, the way of life and all that, it becomes inappropriate because, or what, what was that word you used? You said this. Uh, Cultural appropriation? No, no. Oh, you mean overstepping? Overstepping boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now this is the thing. Why? There is no, I don't believe there's a boundary. Mm. Okay. Especially, uh, let me let me define. Let me just give you my you know okay. rough definition. So Africa, mm-hmm. that's the continent. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we have about fifty-four countries. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have states, states too. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, eight territories. Then we have two, um, you know, states, but then not mm-hmm. too recognized and all that. And we have. Uh, Different countries here. Mm-hmm. We have the we have uh, regionals too. Okay. So we have the Central mm-hmm. and the West African. Mm-hmm. Those are the real people who actually make up the 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 African diaspora population in the Americans in the Americas. Okay. Do you get? So mm-hmm. these are the major people. I mean, these are the people who were uh, sold into slavery by their people. Okay. And the Europeans too. West we, Africans. By Africans, yeah. Okay. By African leaders and people like maybe brothers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They sold out the people. Then they got into a new land where they don't know nothing. Okay. They've been people. Uh, they've been promised so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people were, you know, given out as a gift. Some people were actually sold. Some people were sold out because uh, as form of punishment. Mm-hmm. So different reasons, but they all came down here. And remember, they're coming from a place where there's culture. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Now they come into this new environment. They don't know anything going on. They, because they're the people of culture. Okay. And they're coming into this vanilla environment. So they had to, <laughs> they had to, you know, incorporate and uh, reconcile 
mm-hmm. you know, make things work for them yeah. at that moment. Now, they'd built their own type of culture. Mm-hmm. But remember, it's a derivative of where they're from. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry good. about that. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so, having done that with the culture, creating their own culture. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is another thing. Africans actually know about America. Okay. Because we see, we hear things that we're, we, we, we know what's happening in the European countries. We know what's happening in America and all that stuff. But like... But... Okay. Americans don't have full understanding of what's happening in Africa. But how are we supposed you to know, know yeah. if it's not really uh, given to us? Like, okay, so... In Africa, right? Yeah. I'm going to say in Nigeria, were you able to access American TV? Yeah. You were able to see things. Yeah. That's if you saying. don't have so, cable. So it's it's almost like um, we see it all. Okay. From everywhere. We, we see mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. But you don't see us. Yeah. And what you get, mm-hmm. like the, the, um, the representation of Africa. Or African culture, mm-hmm. or the lifestyle you you see or you hear about, is either exported, okay. like someone who came from you know Africa coming mm-hmm. to paint the kind of picture they want to paint yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. You're not getting it from the real source, and the only real source is going to Africa, seeing things there. Mm-hmm. How it is? I know some people say, oh, um, Africa, all you have is um, villages and no water here, no water there. But we have the most. I mean, we have one of the most expensive islands yeah over there but that's because what's shown to us like all we see was like oh feed the children commercials you know and those are the things people see and that's why i think to me i wouldn't have used that overstepping boundaries um phrase Mm. no i wouldn't have done that because you really can't say that you really can't say that but i think i get where they're coming from in the Mm. sense that you don't know you just have um like a glimpse like you know superficial surface Mm -hmm. understanding of it you don't really know the root itself so when you do it Mm -hmm. and remember africans are very very disciplined they're very very like religious about everything they do yeah so they expect when you try to represent that thing when you try to show it you should show it the way it is or the way it's been seen Mm -hmm. Or the way it is known to be. Not the way you perceive it. Mm. But it's not like... Okay. So the reason I'm coming from this point where... I guess it may be superficial because... I'm going to say from the clothing level. Like just wearing daishikis. Wearing kufis. Wearing all these different things that we think are what... I guess quote unquote makes Africans, right? Mm -hmm. We, as a people, do not know where to even start. Exactly. So like, I, we only, you know. And that's because you're not exposed mm-hmm. to. It's easier for an, uh, um, an African man. Mm-hmm. Let's let just, I mean, I'm a Nigerian, so I'm just going to take yeah, my to, own point to, of view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it's easier for a Nigerian to come to America and kind of thrive. You know why? Because... Our lingua franca in Nigeria is English mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. Even though we have our, you know, dialects, um, native languages and stuff like that, we still understand English. 
Okay. Do you get? Mm-hmm. So, and because of that, that's kind of like a general language for everyone. Even though you have your own language you speak when you get into your house or your environment, mm-hmm. you still have that general language we can use to communicate, buy things, you know, and all that. And we see international TV. We see international designs. We see international music. We, we listen to international music. We, you know, we buy international. Okay. So we, we already know all those things. We're not there, mm-hmm. but we see a lot of it. So you see African-American culture on TV. On TV. And you feel like you know. People coming around. And, uh, you know, so I feel like I already know more about America. Mm. So coming to America would be easy. For, I mean, it would be easy for me to, to, um, to neutralize. Yeah, but then... But you, mm-hmm. this is, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but mm-hmm. this is what I've come to understand about America. Okay. America only knows about itself. Yeah, America is very selfish. America is very um, self-centered. And we don't really realize how many, you know, countries are really There's so many things world. going on outside there. Mm-hmm. And outside there, everybody sees you. Yeah. But you don't see them. But just think about, okay, so think about, America as a sheltered child that doesn't know anything and they're only pushing their own agenda. Like when you're raised in a cult and, and you're like, oh, you only know about these things. And that's why I that's why I said I wouldn't use the phrase overstepping boundaries. But I'm not using the phrase. No, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just okay. saying like, yeah, that's why I'm saying that whoever said that, mm-hmm. that I'm just sure I'm not sure they even know their own roots. No. <laughs> like details. I, I don't know. Do you get? I can ask her. I mean, in my, in my own case, I'm a Nigerian. I'm from Oshun State, so mm-hmm. I'm a direct descendant of Oshun, the river of life. Okay. He's okay. rich, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I am rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, and I can actually, you know, everything I say is mm-hmm. going to be from that point of view. And okay. the fact that I'm kind of like exposed to the outside world. Mm-hmm. I've seen things, even if I haven't um, really experienced them. Mm-hmm. I've actually seen them in details. Okay. You know, and I'm well informed. I'm, you know, I think I can come up with my own definition or my own uh, take on okay. things like that. Mm-hmm. But for someone like a, sh- a sheltered um, kid, a mm-hmm. sheltered child, <clears throat> who has no other, no other reference, mm-hmm. nothing to 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 work with, but has been told that oh, but has been told that six hundred, six hundred, five hundred years ago. We were kings and queens. Yeah. And um, because I did something wrong, my brother sold me to the other white man who came with um, a mirror and maybe a pencil. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, interesting because it came with all that. So they give me out to them. Mm-hmm. And back home, this is what we do. Or mm-hmm. this is how we do it. You're not saying it directly to the generation of today. You're saying it to like maybe four generations ago. That person you said it to, Mm-hmm. would say it's to their next generation. Okay. However, they're going to remix it. So you're saying every time something is said, it's just watered down? It's just an ex- it's watered down and because you don't have um, the full exposure to, to the main thing. Yeah. You don't even have, you don't have people to ask that question. Mm-hmm. You know, the things you don't understand about it. So the few things you see and the few things you've heard mm-hmm. are the things you're going to work with. Okay, but I feel like, okay, 
So I kind of feel like there's a sense of entitlement, right? Okay. Where it's like they feel like they are better. Who are they? I'm going to say some Africans, okay. not all Africans. But some Africans feel like they're better, yeah. right? They know their culture. They maybe had certain accesses that other hmm. African-Americans okay. can't. Okay. And it's kind of like an entitlement there when an African-American wants to learn something. Like, this is mine. Uh-huh. I'm not going to share this with you. Because this is mine. It's for me. Okay. Like, you don't even know uh-huh. anything. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to teach you. Mm. I, um, let me come from this side. Um, you know an African man? Mm-hmm. Well, of today, we don't, um, we don't self-identify as African American, no, I wouldn't expect you to. Would will tell you, mm-hmm. no, even even if we've even if we've been here for the past twenty years or fifty years, or we have our kids here, mm-hmm. you know, the net like two generations or three, they mm. still tell you where they are from. Yeah, because it's kind of like a pride, like like a thing, like oh, I know where I'm from. Yeah, even though my locality or my where I am now. My mm-hmm. location now is different. But I know where I'm from. I know my roots and all yeah. that. Um, how do I put it? It's just complicated. I think it's just very complicated. So why is it that... Okay, so, so I let me look t- at let me, it... Let me tell you this. When I came into this country, I felt mm-hmm. African-Americans are close-minded. Mm. I felt African-Americans are entitled. I felt African-Americans how? are... Mm-hmm. Um, Mm. self not selfish but self-involved or self like they just look inward they don't look outside Mm. which is just like what i said before like um americans know about americans they don't know about the world but the world knows about the world and i mean americans are in the world Mm, i just feel like black people have so much going on that yes so Mm. much going on because this is a strange land yeah. Okay, you didn't like this is not where you're from. Yeah. So you're trying to make something out of it. Mm-hmm. So yes, everything that is being dealt to African Americans is um, it comes with the prejudice. It comes with um, racism. It comes with you know everything. So it's yeah. it's bad already. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. an African man would come to America and thrive because. Where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. There's abundance of um, resources and all that. But I think that you're looking at it as like an African man, a Nigerian man yeah. who is motivated, right? Yeah. Who's trying to better their life, that yeah. has that focus to better, better their life. life. But if you're born here and there's so many, how can I say it's so many things in this country, like systemic racism, mm-hmm. that stops you from having that type of 
progress that you're seeing. So you're already. So those are the limitations mm-hmm. you you have. Yes. Yeah. Those are the limitations uh, you have, and um, which I understand. See, mm-hmm. when I came into this country, and I think it's I think that's where the overstepping boundaries came from. Mm-hmm. When I came into this country, I had um, issues with African Americans because mm-hmm. I didn't even understand what was going on. Yeah. And um, in my mind, I knew it was the wrongest thing to think, but I was like, for crying out loud, all this shit happened like 500 <laughs> years ago. Fucking <laughs> like, like a white prison. Exactly. But like, get <sighs> over it. Calm the fuck down and try and build something. But I bet, I bet you, if mm-hmm. all that, if um, the things that happened then happened in Africa, mm-hmm. I bet you they would have you know, pick up themselves and dusted themselves off and moved on and move on in a very big way. But we have, though. I know. that. But I'm telling you how I felt when I just came, yeah. when I didn't understand it, mm-hmm. when I was looking from the outside. Mm-hmm. Mm. But yeah. now coming into this country and, um, you know, after a few years and I'm seeing how it is and I'm like, okay, wait, these people are actually not just shouting. <laughs> You know, like, it's actually happening. It's a real thing. It's actually serious and all that. So, mm-hmm. and, um, yes, there's limitation. There's so many things stopping. But there, there are other things. I, 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 that's why I say it's complicated. I don't know how to reconcile it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I think, I, from what I see, from what I know, from African culture, from all countries, right? I adore it. I love it. I wish that. I can know exactly where I came from. Okay. Um, so what, I can participate in okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like it's just this separation of kind of like, well, I know where I came from. I'm not like you guys. Because mm. I feel like African-Americans have this stigma all over the world anyway. Right? I kind of feel like, huh? Because they're African-American. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I kind of feel like, you know, we're looked at as how white people look at us. Like, we're just this ghetto ratchet group of people, these dirty group of people who are uneducated, who, you know, don't have anything going from themselves, and they should be looked down upon. I feel like that is what the tone is for African Americans, because we really can't go anywhere. To be honest. I get that. So, I feel like it's just a separation like, well, I'm automatically better than you. It doesn't matter if my skin is the same color. And it doesn't matter if I'm darker than you. I'm still better than you. Because I'm not from here. Because I wasn't enslaved. Because my Mm -hmm. fathers were not enslaved. Exactly. And all that stuff. Like, I know my roots. I know. I know my roots. Do you know what comes from the? I mean, like, do you know the pride and the joy you you, but you that's get what I'm when saying. you know yourself, when you know but where you're from? But that's what I'm saying because African Americans, we have built our culture out of nothing, True. literally nothing, down to the food that we mm-hmm. eat is part of our yeah. culture mm-hmm. because of the things you went through. Yes, so it's a sense of pride that all African Americans should have. About our culture, because we built it. We built it from scratch. This is something that nobody gave us. This is something that we gave ourselves. Like, so we should have pride. We do have pride. Oh, yes, African-American okay. culture is pop culture. 
Like, we run this. Like, if it was no African-American culture, uh-huh. there would be no America. Like, True. we really built this thing from nothing. True. So, it's like, if we can't participate in your culture, why should you have just the 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 freedom to just come into ours? So why don't you just learn the culture the way it is? What don't 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 funkyize or funkitize it? Just what like don't African culture? It. What do you mean? Don't Americanize it. Don't um, African culture. Yeah, African culture. Don't like but when how? you do it, you do it the way because um, my people have this thing of um, this thing with doing it the way it is done, so it can. Doing it the way it is done, mm-hmm. so it can, you know, the results can be the way it should be. But that's what I'm saying it. is that we don't we don't know. Like we don't know. We can only do what we see, right? And yeah. then when we ask, we're not really being told. I'm not saying that that's every case. Okay. I'm saying, but I I've seen it where we have asked certain things mm. and it's not being shared. I think it's just the people who are not sharing it because mm. uh, it's like a rivalry, like, um, you know, brothers and um, one moved away from the uh, the land mm-hmm. and then uh, go somewhere else. So it's kind of like siblings fighting, rivalry, like you want to do better of, yeah, than the I other. I can do better than you or you can do better than I am. Uh, I can and all that stuff. Unity, black people. I mean, I think that's just what uh, it boils down to. It's mm. um, don't say because uh, I'm coming from somewhere. I didn't yeah. fight for you know the Black Life Matter and all that stuff. Yeah. I, it doesn't mean I can't come here and mm-hmm. find home here. I guess so. Yeah. I just wanted to know if it was kind of like um, I don't know, like maybe like an entitlement thing. I don't know, because to me, I'm just like, how can you not? share with people that look like you you get what i'm saying like we're all in this literally together like no cop is gonna be like oh well he's african so i ain't gonna shoot you right because you ain't the nigger because they're gonna pick everyone yeah you're just the nigger you're not the nigger niggers you have the that's 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 it it's crazy it's crazy so it's kind of like where yeah where's the unity all we need to do is just come together and um uh, the boundary thing comes in again. Mm. Like, you know, <laughs> this is this is where you can get to. And okay. don't cross this. Just, you know, stay there and learn. <laughs> Just look know. at it. Yeah, look at it. And mm. don't don't force it. Don't force mm. it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And be more open-minded. And uh, maybe... Um, maybe the manner of approach to sometimes. I can see that. Yeah. I can see us being aggressive. Aggressive, know. you know, and all that yeah. stuff, you know. But an that. African person would, I mean, an African would come to you in a correct and proper way. I and guess like, so, you know, yeah. Approachable way. Like, yeah. yeah, I can see it. He'd be uh, like, yo, give me that. You know. Like, I want to learn what that is. <laughs> what is that right now? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so... I can't. Like, I want to know the recipe of jollof rice. Oh, well. make a big part of it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Because mm. you won't cook it the way we like it. Exactly. That's <laughs> I'm why just I'm saying like... that. Okay. <laughs> Yo. He knows uh, I'm going to cook jollof rice. And it's going to be... Just, I don't even this... know how to make rice. 
And I asked for a rice cooker for Christmas, and nobody seemed to feel like it was it. urgent. Yeah. But I'm urgent. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, all I wanted to do was just like make rice. Like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But anyway, right. it's just one of those things you pick up growing up. I yeah. think. Yeah. I guess my mom didn't I just, teach me. I just learned how to cook jollof rice by another friend of mine that doesn't even like cooking. <laughs> yeah, I'm never gonna get this rice. But you can imagine. But you should know how to cook the basics. Like, nah, know. it's like soup. What? My rice, literally. Like what are soup. you cooking? I don't know. Okay, let me teach you how to cook. <laughs> okay. No more rice, all right? You already say that. I'm just gonna say. It. Okay. So this you, is legally binding. You put the. I'm teaching you now. No, now. I now, mean now, now. I'm a visual learner. What do you want me to write it down? It, just, just make a mental note. Oh my god, I can't even remember so just, what no, I just, had this morning. Just, you want me to remember how to make rice? <laughs> what is? So up? you put the pot on the stove, which we call fire. You do not tell fire. me. First of all, I don't want everybody to know the recipe of jollof rice. Is like, you oh, know no, what no, I'm trust me. Even if they know it, huh? It's a different thing. Stop like it. when Just you cook it, rice. it's different. That's why everybody knows Ghanaian uh, recipe. <laughs> and everybody knows Who knows it? Well, Ghanaians know it. I don't know it. it. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just never like Nigerian. I mean, you if you're blindfolded and you eat, even if it doesn't come out right, you just know where, you know, how to differentiate. I'm going to have jollof soup. Jollof soup? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh my God, I learned so, so much. much. Uh, well, I hope you learned something because I don't think I'll see it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. Be honest, though. Uh, make sure you follow my podcast Instagram at Be Honest, though. And um, there will be new episodes every Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday. It's exciting. Stay I'm tuned. excited. You yeah. Be. Yeah. A black nothing. woman, you should be I am proud a, of yourself. I am a black woman that's proud of myself. <laughs> Thank you. Just tell the world that you love me before we go. Have a nice day. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening. I appreciate you, fam. And remember, be honest, though. Like, you need to be honest about loving me. Oh.